player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of whatever this ends up being here on Two Player Co-op. As always, I'm one of your hosts here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, newly a father times two, Sean. How we doing? Good to be back. Fantastic. Good to have you back. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if this is going to end up being a full episode or not, so I'm just going to run through all the rhythm of roll just in case. Uh, if this is the first time you're seeing, hearing, or listening to us, this is the two-player co-op podcast. I got to take one of these off my ear because it's weird when I can't hear myself. Two-player co-op podcast, we're just about every week. Two brothers get together to tell you everything you need to know about in the world of video games. If you like that, make sure you like the video, subscribe, share it with your friends, family, and everyone in betwixt. And also make sure you hit that little bell so you get notified whenever we go live. If you really like us, you can go to patreon.com slash two-player co-op. Just like our affiliates, James Solar, Sarah Solar, and John Tingley did, as well as our producers. Oh, and I forgot one there because wait, wait, no, no. And Derek, I, I, I used an old thing. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Derek. Uh, as well as our producers, Steve Appleton, Aunt Sue, Vernon Slayton, and Dustin Downs. If you like cool t-shirts and the like, you can go to teespring.com slash stores slash two player co-op. So I look really funny with one of these things on my ear and not the other one, but I'm just going to roll with it because if I do this and I can't really hear myself talking, I feel like I sound weird. Eh, this looks better. So I'll just do this. Um, <clears throat> so as we said on Twitter and I DM'd our patrons uh, as well as posted it in the discord, uh, we didn't plan on doing anything this week because, you know, Sean just had a baby a week and a half ago. Um, and my life tomorrow is it real holy crap that's crazy um and i've just i haven't seen her since pizza night because of covid um so covid's kind of been running through our family luckily sean has been spared so far um our dad got it i don't know you think you got it i don't know dad and i both had like the scratchy throat symptoms starting the same day yeah i only took the one rapid test, but it came back negative. The only thing I will say is I've still got a little bit of it. And I do think COVID comes and goes quicker than that. So maybe I did just happen to catch a cold the same time he got COVID, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm the only one with any kind of symptoms in the house. So yeah, I think we're all good or we're at least asymptomatic. So yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So our dad got it. And then what was the timeline? My dad got it. Our dad got it. And then my four-year-old daughter got it. I can't deal with this. I got to take this off my ear. I don't care. <clears throat> my four-year-old daughter got it. Um, she's four, so she's not vaccinated. So I was a little nervous, but she had a basically a stomach bug for one day and she threw up and that was it. Then a few days later, I can't remember what happened first. Uh, our mom got it as well which I figured would happen because obviously she lives with her dad or maybe not obviously, but she lives with her dad. Um, and then my wife tested positive a few days ago. I went and got me and my three boys PCR tested yesterday. I was negative. My 14 year old, which is weird to say that was negative. My 11 year old was negative, but my seven year old was positive. So it's just like, uh, it, it was just, it's been a long couple of weeks here and I'm just mentally exhausted. Um, as I share in the discord and everything, I've been sleeping in my four-year-old's bed while my four-year-old sleeps with my wife. Um, and it's not like a twin bed, at least it's a full bed, 
but it's it's not ideal. Um, so because of all of this and Sean still having a very new baby, I said, you know what, we're, we're just going to skip it this week. I'm exhausted. But sometimes the universe has other plans. And I woke up on a Tuesday and all of a sudden I was like, well, Sean, let's let's do an emergency quick hit podcast or whatever this ends up being. So that's what we're doing now. Um, obviously you can tell by the topic of the video that this is not, if this ends up being a full podcast, it's not a normal podcast. We're not going to do what we've been playing and all that stuff. We're really here just to talk about Microsoft somehow buying Activision Blizzard King. Um, Sean, what were your initial thoughts when you saw it happen? How did you see it? You know, how, how did you get the news and what, what were your initial thoughts? Uh, I'm pretty sure like everything I saw it from Wario first. Um, my first reaction was like, holy crap. But then, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't like it. I know that much. But there's another part of me that just doesn't really, it's kind of like, uh, what do you call it? Bethesda, where I'm just like, I don't know that I care. I don't know that I like take Call of Duty. I do not care. I literally could not care less. I'd never play it. Have it. It's yours. I don't care. Um, seeing StarCraft on there hurt a little bit, but I'm like, I don't know what, if any, future plans there are for StarCraft. It's not a game that works on consoles. So I just don't I don't know that I care too much about that. But I'm there's nothing I really play from activision blizzard whoever candy crush that one kind of hurts um but in all seriousness no i don't i don't like it for the industry as a whole but for me i i don't i don't really care you you can have those games it means they mean nothing to me yeah for me so i'm trying to think of when i found out so I think I took Eliza to school because she's she's had it for six days now, no symptoms, all that stuff. I took Eliza to school, and I think when I got back, or maybe it was right before that, I can't remember, but I got a text from my buddy Rasan, who I like to mention on here quite a bit. And it was a tweet from Schreier saying that Microsoft has bought Activision for 68, let me get this right, $68.7 billion. And I was like, I wrote back and I just said, bullshit. Like this is, it's a fake account. It's not the real Schreier or whatever. And then I go to Twitter and I'm like, oh my God, did they really do this? Um, and I immediately was just incensed. Um, so yeah, $68.7 billion, basically nine times, almost 10 times what they paid for Bethesda and ZeniMax. And I remember at the time when they bought ZeniMax, I was like, this is insane. $7.5 billion. I think it ended up being 8.4 or something at the end of the deal. So it was actually more than it was initially, but I was like, how is this possible? And then this happens at first, the numbers were coming out at 70 billion. And I was like, what the hell? Now I don't like Kelly Plaggy for a lot of reasons, but she was the one person I saw tweet. This It was like, yeah, everybody's rounding up 68.7 billion to just be 70 billion. And that means you're just you think that 1.3 billion dollars is just like a rounding error and it's not. 
Like $1.3 billion is more than my entire family for the next four generations could ever go through. It's, it's just crazy. That's me saying that, not her. She's probably never going to have a family, I would assume, because she's Callie. Um, but like, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. But like $68.7 billion, not million, billion. And we thought Zenimex was bad. Like this is on a whole other level that we will probably, hopefully, never see again. Um, I don't even know, man. And this is week because we didn't podcast. This comes after Take Two just this past week bought Zynga for twelve point seven billion dollars, and that's all about getting, I assume, GTA and Red Dead and whatever to mobile phones where they can do free-to-play games and they can nickel and dime people to death. That was $12.7 billion, And then this comes in over five times that. And that previously was the biggest acquisition in video game history. I just like, I never thought something like this at this level would actually happen, but I guess that's just Microsoft and Microsoft money. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, it it's really pretty crazy to think about have you seen this um steve jobs quote Mm -hmm. thing that's been going around twitter a little bit it's from like i don't know it looked pretty old like early 2000s maybe maybe even before that i don't know and paraphrase i mean i've got the quote here but from what he said he says the only problem with Microsoft is they just have no taste. They have absolutely no taste. And I don't mean that in a small way. I mean that in a big way, in the sense that they don't think of original ideas and they don't bring much culture into their products. I'm like, yep, that, that's exactly it. They're just like, well, we don't really have anybody in-house that makes good games. Let's just buy the people that do and now we have good games so i'm like eh. i mean that's one way to go about your business i guess but but it's true so i just listened to sacred symbols plus um i, I can't i can't i'm not going to move it anymore i can't do it i feel like i'm like slurring my speech when i've got these things on um colin said on sacred symbols plus that like when you look at it microsoft has not created anything since the xbox no, no. Bungie did Halo. They bought Bungie. Gears of War, that was made by, I can't even remember now. I, I want to say the coalition, but I think that's who doing it, who's doing it now. I can't remember. But like their two most iconic franchises were not in-house things. They were console exclusives where they then went out and bought the companies that made them. They don't create anything. They just buy everything. And I'm just going to say this is not going to be my normal podcast because I'm, I'm pretty pissed off about this. And like Sean, I really don't care about ABK games. I really don't care. Phil Spencer's full of shit, period. He's all about accessibility in games, right? Okay. How does that look now? He's for the players. Okay. How does that look now? He's about bringing games to the world. How does that look right now? Okay. Remember about a month ago when they said they're going to reevaluate their relationship with Activision Blizzard King after all the, you know, the abuse and allegations and everything came out? I guess they did reevaluate it and they said, you know what, we'll just buy you. We'll reward you for the horrible things you have done to your employees. 
kiss my ass, Phil Spencer. You are full of shit. And anybody that still builds this guy up as like, oh, you know, he's like the white knight. He's the gold. He's the golden boy of video games and blah, blah, blah. You're just an Xbox fanboy. And it's just ridiculous. Not to mention, let me took, let me look at this. I had another I had a screenshot of his quote that he had. Let me see here. Oh, yeah. When he talks about future acquisitions uh, back in October, he said, we're definitely not done. There's no quota, no timeline where I have to go acquire studios by a certain time. But if we find a studio where we have a good fit, dot, 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 absolutely. What is the good fit here? What is the good fit here? Activision and Blizzard. Anybody that's willing to sell. Exactly. And I know it's capitalism and I love capitalism and all that stuff. I get it. Whatever. These are all American companies and whatever. But like a good fit. No, a good fit is Sony saying, hey, you know what? Insomniac, you know, you've made ratchet games for us forever. You did Spider-Man. We're going to enter into a relationship with you. Housemark. Cool. You did Resogun. You've done Returnal. You've done all these other games in a second party relationship. We've cultivated that relationship. Cool. Let's buy you. Blue Point, you, for the last few games you've made, you've had a relationship with us. Shadow of the Colossus, Demon Souls. Before that, they did the Uncharted collection. They did the Metal Gear Solid collection. Obviously, I know that. But like, cool. We're going to partner up with you. Fire Sprite, you made that one VR game. I can't remember what it was, but they're like, cool. And, and you know, we, we see that that's, it's a PlayStation VR exclusive. We're going to buy you. Oh, and now they're making a Horizon VR game. Okay, cool. What, what, what is the, the good fit here with Activision other than Microsoft has more money than anybody and they can throw it around? Phil Spencer is completely full of shit. And I'm, I'm so sick of people that have been like, like <sighs> anybody that builds yeah, this guy the, up to be a good guy is just ridiculous. Go ahead. The hypocrisy is off the charts mm-hmm. for sure. Now to play devil's advocate, the one thing I will say, and I don't have a good feeling about it, but we don't know yet what it means for exclusivity. I would find it hard to believe that Call of Duty is going to be Xbox exclusive. I just I don't think it's going to be. Maybe it will be. Again, I don't care. I, as far as I personally am concerned, Xbox can have it. I just I literally could not care less. I don't think that will be exclusive. And I don't know how much some of it. Obviously, there's going to be plenty of Xbox exclusives that come out of this deal now and you know, that's a bit of a bummer but i can't think of again just like with bethesda there's not a whole lot that i'm going to lose any sleep over not being able to play um what i don't like is eventually they are going to buy someone that i'm not going to be happy about and and i i feel like this is going to turn that turn into like this arms race between the two where everybody's just trying to scoop up what's out there and sooner or later somebody's going to be bought by xbox that is going to make me real upset you know if, if square enix or capcom or konami ever get bought by xbox oh my god yeah i'm going to be real upset then as of right now no it's it's i don't like it as a whole it's not good for the industry personally i don't care yet but i don't like where it's going i don't understand people obviously if you're like an xbox fanboy yeah go and you know 
pop your champagne and woohoo, we won a battle. Like, okay, cool. Like I get you're happy about it. That's fine. But people that are actually somehow saying that this is a good thing, not for Xbox, not for just the Xbox fanboys, but a good thing as a whole. I, I don't understand how that could be possible. I don't understand what good could come of this, but no. So I had people on Twitter when I was, when I was going off people I've never heard of. I don't even know who these people are. Um, like this one guy, Matt, who was not combative at all, but he said in this specific case, I think it's a good thing. Activision Blizzard was a ship without a captain or even a direction for that matter. Yes, but he found us maybe after one of the Colin videos, probably. if I remember correctly, because I follow him. He followed. Yeah, I think but he he's cool. But that, but I'm like, yeah, yeah, but I'm like, that's fine. But there's other ways that you can go about fixing Activision Blizzard other than Microsoft buying them. And we assume locking off their content from between PS4 and PS5, call it 135 million people that have those consoles. So they just can't play your games now. That's stupid. I, I, I'm so cra- like going back to what you said. My guess would be that Call of Duty is the one IP that does not end up becoming an Xbox exclusive come 23 or 24. The, this deal is supposed to be done fiscal year 23, which ends June of 23, I think. I think that's the one franchise because every year it's the best selling game even last year with a crappy game like Vanguard, PS4, PS5, the best-selling game for the year, even though it was out for a month and a half, was Call of Duty Vanguard. You're really going to want to give up 70 bucks. Well, they would get 70% of that. Sony gets 30%, whatever. But whatever that math is, Sean, I know you'll let me know. Um, You're really going to want to give that up year over year just because you want people to play freaking Game Pass? Um, What? And then I had this guy that, I don't know, I, I guess he saw Bernardo replied me and said, why is this bad? New ownership. Microsoft has a chance to make changes that Activision needed. Again, why does Microsoft have to fix that? Why Why are you going to give Bobby Kotick reportedly from this is going to make $350 million by the time this deal is done. This guy's an asshole. He's a jackass. What, what do you mean? What's the problem? Then this guy comes in and says, oh, okay. So, well, it's because Sony's the only console manufacturer that's allowed to purchase other devs to make exclusive games. Apparently whoever you are, Neil, you're an idiot. What are you even talking about? The, the fact that you can make a dumb comment like that. So I would love to know what he said back when the Tomb Raider game, I think it was the second one, was an Xbox exclusive for a year. Was he saying that that was bad or was he just okay with it because he wasn't Sony? Not to mention, other than that, Xbox has had plenty of time console deals even before they bought Bethesda. Sony has as well. They've had exclusives where they worked with partners that they didn't buy to make exclusive deals for PlayStation. To say that it's like, oh, it's just because it's Sony. You don't know what you're talking about. If the news today instead was that Sony was like, hey, guess what? We bought Square Enix and Capcom and Konami. I would be like, cool, but damn, that's not cool. Like, so no one outside of PlayStation is ever going to play a Final Fantasy game. No one's ever going to pay a Metal Gear remake or Castlevania, whatever they're doing with that. We know they're working on something or street fighters never going to come to xbox like i would not be okay with that 
it's just that this mentality that it's like, and so, you know, whenever I get these replies, I'm like, okay, so you're an Xbox fanboy. I get it. Or you're a PC gamer. Cool. Good for you. Whatever. But I don't know how, if you just take yourself out of the equation and take a step back, how you don't just go, this is not good. Whether you care about the games or not, like Sean doesn't care. I don't really care other than modern warfare two is going to be this year. And I want to play that. It's still going to come to PlayStation. Not to mention, I, you know, I'm playing both sides of the fence now because I do have an Xbox series S now. Um, so this won't affect me, but to people that can't afford to buy two, three or four or $500 consoles, it does affect them. Like what if you're Johnny Smith and you love God of War and you love Horizon and you love Uncharted and you love The Last of Us and you're like, I got to get a PlayStation and play those, but I like to get Call of Duty every year too. Are you really going to tell Johnny Smith and now he can't get Call of Duty every year? Like it's just dumb. Overwatch, I don't care about. Well, let me, let me run through about what the, the big guns that Activision owns. So obviously Call of Duty, Crash Bandicoot. Are you kidding me? Guitar Hero. I, I didn't, I forgot that they even owned that Tony Hawk. So now you have to have an Xbox to play Tony Hawk. Okay, cool. Spyro again with, with crash bandicoot and Spyro, you're talking about two legacy PlayStation franchises. It's like saying it would be like if Canop. now I know it's not first party exclusive, whatever, but a lot of the games were exclusive for at least for a time. If Microsoft would have announced the day that they bought Konami, I would have lost my mind. I know it's a third party, but those games are synonymous with PlayStation, just like Crash and Spyro are. It's crazy that they're Xbox properties now. World of Warcraft and all the Warcraft games. StarCraft, I don't even know what they're doing. Has StarCraft had a game anytime recently? Didn't they do a remake of 2 or something? Two. I mean, StarCraft 2 came out at least, I don't know, 10 years ago at this point. Okay. I don't know. There's been, I think there was some DLC somewhat okay. recently, but yeah, I don't know. Diablo, um, which has at least been delayed until 23. So I would assume that might not come to PlayStation would be my guess. Hearthstone, which I don't care about, but it's been about one of the biggest PC games over the last however many years. I don't care about card games, but that's a big deal. Overwatch. So what happens with Overwatch 2, even though it shouldn't exist? Who knows? And then they do own Candy Crush as well, which obviously I was hoping to play a PS5 version of Candy Crush uh, three musketeer saga on my PS five, but I guess I won't be able to do that. But like you, you can't, uh, the arguments that people are making against Sony in this is just crazy. And I'm not a Sony pony. Like, again, if Sony would have said they're buying, like if there was a Japanese conglomerate and they said, we're all going to team up. And now Sony somehow owns, you know, Capcom, Konami and square. I would be like, like I said, cool, but that sucks. Also, Rasan, as I mentioned earlier, has been joking for a while that Apple should just buy PlayStation. And now I'm like, that might not be out of the realm of possibility. Like, what if Apple were to, were to buy Sony or Google or something to like, and then it's just, they keep the PlayStation brand. They've got all this money infused. And now, like you said, this arms race starts up. And where, where does that leave us? You know? Yeah. So Microsoft, yeah. Microsoft now has 32 first party studios. <laughs> if they all, if they manage these, right. That's basically, you could almost have on a three year cycle, you could have one AAA exclusive a month in theory, basically. You know what I mean? Here's what I'll say. I feel like Microsoft 
Uh, well, I won't go that way. I feel like Microsoft is like the Cowboys. I was going to say the Lakers. I was originally okay. going to say the Yankees, but I'm like, I'm not going to do that. No, they're like the Lakers and that they're just like, well, let's just go and like pay a bunch of free agents to just come and try to build a super team. Sony more the Grizzlies more just built from the ground up and one of those teams looks a lot better than the other one right now. I'll say that. Yes. One of them has a bunch of old dudes who can't play together and are broken down. The other one is in third place in the West and just beat the first place team in the East with ease. Um, what else here? Okay. So as part of this, they also announced that game pass is now over 25 million subscribers. Okay, cool. So even if that's, Say it's like a 50-50 split between ultimate and regular. So say $12.50 per subscriber per month. I don't know what that is, Sean. What's 12.5 times 25 million? Is that 300? Right around 300, yeah. So 300 million a month. That's revenue, not profit. You just spent almost 70 billion on this. Like I just the math again. I don't. I know Microsoft is just burning it's like money. seventy years, seventy exactly. Years, it'll pay. For, yeah, and not not to mention now they have to pay. Once this is done, it's not like you just pay seventy and you're done. Now you have to fund these studios. You have to pay all the devs. You have to pay the directors. You have to pay marketing. You have to do all this other stuff. It's just insane. And and part of me really does. I don't want anybody to fail. But part of me does hope that this just completely blows up in Microsoft's face. I'm just being honest. And because this is not, this is not good for the industry. This, this shotgun approach that they're doing where it's just like, whatever, we've got the money, we're just going to buy whatever. It's just not good for the industry. And I hate it. Um, so they said in their press release, that related to Game Pass that, quote, upon close, we will offer as many Activision Blizzard games as we can with an Xbox Game Pass and PC Game Pass, both new titles and games from Activision Blizzard's incredible catalog. So we know once the Bethesda thing closed, they got all the all the Doom games on there, old and new. Uh, I think Skyrim is on there. Um, Elder Scrolls 4, whatever, the Oblivion, whatever is on there. The Fallout games are on there. So I would assume. Now, I don't know that they're going to go back and just add every Call of Duty to Game Pass. I, I think that's a little bit much. I, I don't think there's any, maybe the next, the, you know, the last two or three, whatever. Um, I will be, I, I won't be shocked this year. Like, obviously, like I said, Modern Warfare 2 is going to come out on PlayStation, but I would not be shocked at all if even before this deal officially closes, Modern Warfare 2 is going to be on Game Pass. Can we agree? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I, but I mean, you you know, the, the Crash Bandicoot trilogy will be there. Crash Team Racing will be there. Crash Bandicoot 4 will be there. Spyro Reignited trilogy. I can't remember if that came out on Xbox, but I assume it did. So that'll be there. It's just Diablo. The Diablo 2 remake will be there. Diablo 3 will be there. Diablo 4 will be there when it comes out. Overwatch, I think, might already be on Game Pass, but I couldn't care less. But it'll be there. Overwatch 2 will be there. It's just, it's just, I don't know. Um, Bobby Kotick is remaining as CEO. 
after the Microsoft acquisition. However, there was an update from the Wall Street Journal that reports that Bobby Kotick is expected to leave after the deal closes. I kind of touched on that earlier. People are estimating that he's going to make $350 million from this. Um, so Microsoft, that's all for the players and accessibility and equality and all this. They're, they're going to give Bobby Kotick $350 million for all the great work he did at Activision. Yep. Like if you can't, if you cannot see the BS coming from Phil Spencer, then I don't know what to tell you. Again, this is not me being a Sony pony or anything. I own both consoles now. I subscribe to Game Pass, whatever. But like, this is just, it's just insane to me. Um, So with all of this, Phil Spencer did get a, uh, he got an upgrade. He went from the Series S to the Series X. He's now the CEO of Microsoft Gaming. Also, the funny thing I will say again, going back to the we love everybody, all this other stuff. Did you see that in the news article when they had all the new Microsoft gaming people and where they are and what their titles are, they had their pronouns? Mm-hmm. So Mr. He, him, <laughs> Phil Spencer, who cares about people so much, even though he just gave Bobby Kodak $350 million, probably going to end up being more because the share price is going to go up after this. He's going to make so much money. But make sure you put my pronouns in there because I'm really I, I really care about people and everything. Phil Spencer, you're a freaking hack and a joke. Yep. Um. So we were talking about exclusivity and everything. Uh, there was another quote from the press release that said, "Quote: Activision Blizzard games are enjoyed on a variety of platforms, and we plan to continue to support those communities moving forward." End quote. What do you think that actually means? Because a follow-up, I'll say this, a follow-up from Bloomberg says that Microsoft plans to continue to distribute Activision Blizzard games for PlayStation, but will also plan some Xbox exclusives. What do you think all that actually means? I, I think it's a lot of lip service right now. Like I said, I don't think everything under this whole umbrella is going to be exclusive to Xbox. I just I don't think it will be. I think there will be plenty that will, but I think there will also be you know, some, maybe even a good amount that won't be. Um, I, I still, I don't like it. I mean, again, all the behind the scenes, like money kind of stuff, it's more money than you or I or anybody out there yeah. listening to this right now can even begin to fathom. Like if all, if none of these games were Xbox exclusive and still came out, on playstation and all it meant was that for everyone that is sold on playstation xbox or microsoft whatever is getting a cut of it great good for them who cares like another million dollars in their pocket like i almost wouldn't really have any problem with that like i I don't care the rich get richer there's nothing you or i can do about it right but we'll wait and see what comes of this from you know an exclusivity standpoint yeah the whole thing about games are enjoyed on a variety of platforms and we plan to continue to support those communities moving forward what that means to me is you can play diablo 3 on ps3 and ps4 you can play overwatch on ps4 and ps5 you can play call of duty on ps4 and ps5 Warzone's going to continue that's what i take that to mean 
I, I do think my, my prediction right now is the only major IP that after this is all said and done, when the dust settles in a year and a half or whatever it ends up being, the only game that has a chance to still come out on PlayStation is Call of Duty. Because I don't know why you would walk away from 20, 30, 40, 50 million sales a year or on call it, you know, 12 months because the game comes out in November. You know what I mean? Why would you walk away from $70 per game, even if that goes down by half because PlayStation people that have an Xbox played over there or they say, well, now I'm going to get an Xbox and what, you know, whatever. I think Diablo, Overwatch, whatever happens with Warcraft, Crash 5. Spyro four, six, whatever the hell it is, three fifty eight divided by two. I don't know. They're all going to be Xbox exclusive. I think all they're saying there is, and I, I, they might not even know right now. To be fair, they might not even know, but they blew so much smoke up everyone's asses over the Bethesda thing and what will be exclusive or won't be. That to me, I'm just like, they're. Uh, if they said anything, I wouldn't believe them. I guess, but yeah. No part of me thinks anything but Call of Duty has a chance to come out on PlayStation after this is done. And again, it doesn't really matter to us personally, but I'm just more mad for the industry and for people that are not us that care about these games and can only, they already bought, they already spent $500 on a PS5. They don't want to spend 500 on a Series X, whatever. It's just, it's insane. Or $1,500 or $2,000 to build a PC and, and play them there. Um. Uh, where am I here? Uh, Kodak also said, and there was an email to all all ABK employees that I think it was everything was changing so fast today. But I think this came from Bloomberg. I, I think this was Schreier that somebody sent him a screenshot. That Kodak is saying they anticipate the deal to close sometime in fiscal year 2023, which I I think I said this earlier, and that ends June 30th, 2023. They will continue to act separately until the deal closes, um, of course. Um, oh, yeah. And before we get to some of the questions I wrote in here, let me go through th- this one screenshot I had. Um, the first line, this goes back to what I was saying. Now, this comes from Xbox. This isn't from Phil, but it's from Xbox. The very first line in the announcement at news.xbox.com says, as a team, we are on a mission to extend the joy and community of gaming to everyone on the planet. Could you be any like, and all these quotes, they all talk about exclusivity and, or not exclusivity, sorry, inclusivity and, and loving like whatever you want to bring joy and gaming to everybody on the planet by saying, if you have a PlayStation, you can't play these games. Cool. Xbox. Great. Again, unless you're an Xbox fanboy, I don't know how you're defending any of this. It's insane to me. So my initial thought when I saw this was the thought I had when Zenimax got announced, but this is again on a whole other level. My ear is so red from having the, <laughs> my headphone on there um do you think this deal actually goes through because the first thing i thought about when i saw this and i saw it was real not i thought it was april 1st was the government has to look into this right there there has to be some kind of antitrust there has to be oh, some yeah. kind of monopoly stuff 
that they would actually pay I attention think, I don't to. think it will stop it though. Yeah. My my thing is so Biden like you hear about that all the time, not just in gaming, but just everywhere in the world. Like, oh, doesn't this violate antitrust? And like nothing ever, ever, ever happens. Nothing is ever stopped. Like nothing. So there was one thing that I remember. And it's because I worked at AT&T when it happened, when AT&T yeah. and T-Mobile were going to merge. And they said, no, you can't do that. And then T-Mobile and Sprint, two crappy companies merged and that was able to happen. But yeah, that's the only thing I can ever remember that was like, no, you can't do it. But apparently uh, Rick Ho, who does Hoag Law, virtual legality on, on YouTube was saying that apparently as part of Facebook's whole meta thing, the DOJ went back and said, you have to sell off Instagram and WhatsApp as part of their whole meta thing. I, I, that's the first time I've heard of that. I'm not really following Facebook news or anything, but no. yeah, I think that this ends up going through, but I think this is, I really think that Microsoft can't do anything else after this. If you do anything else that's on this, even not even on this level, if they do announce a year from now, we're buying Square Enix and Capcom and Konami at that point, you have to shut them down. Like, and what's funny is you know sony you know i can see sony going out maybe and you know trying to fire back but they don't they buy a lot of the smaller companies they're not buying you know the big boys but what's weird where does this leave nintendo because you know nintendo is not going to buy anybody that's just not what they do nintendo the switch is going to become nintendo like nintendo first party titles and that's it it's going to be a mario zelda pokemon animal crossing metroid console and you can do a lot with those but like what is going to happen with nintendo and all this what i think because i had that same question is you know what happens with Sony and Nintendo? We've talked about Sony enough with Nintendo. So somebody said today that apparently Nintendo is valued at around 80 billion USD. So not even that much more. Of course, we're talking billions, but around 13 billion more than Activision. Would Microsoft ever buy them? No. Nintendo would never sell to them. Let's remember when X but when Microsoft was trying to launch the Xbox. They went and tried to buy Nintendo and Nintendo literally laughed at them and said, no, I don't care how much money you have. We're not selling to you. Um, see, for me. So this is kind of a me thing as well as a industry thing. For me, the Switch has just been a Nintendo machine ever since yeah. I got it. I mean, that's that's all I use it for. And that's all I need it to be. But it's what, what yeah. I would hope Nintendo does and Sony should also do this, but hopefully they can just, you know, keep each other in the game is they both need to, cause you know, PlayStation's had the whole, they're, they're trying to be like PlayStation loves Indies lately and everything. The switch ever since it came out has been the home for Indies. Um, you know, they got, they got Hades first. They, you know, like, and they still got their kind of partnership with Xbox over there. Like they got the Ori games and, and stuff like that. But I think Nintendo needs to double down on the same thing. Sony needs to double down on. We make better games than Microsoft makes period. Um, you've got breath of wild two this year. Who knows what's going to happen with Mario. You've got Kirby 3d. Sony's got horizon and God of war and Gran Turismo and 
you know, whoever knows what, what, what else is coming. Maybe Final Fantasy 16 is a, you know, is coming out this year. Um, but I really think Nintendo has to, first off, the, the one thing I would say, get rid of the expansion pass um, or make it more palatable, like for, for Switch Online. If you yeah, would just garbage. if you would just charge me ten bucks extra instead of thirty to get Genesis games and N sixty four games, I'd be right there. The fact that you bump it from twenty to fifty and, and ooh, you get the Animal Crossing DLC. I don't give a flying rip about the Animal Crossing DLC. I would like to play my Genesis games on my Switch. That would be awesome. Also, fix your emulation on the N sixty four games. But anyways, yeah, I think I think Nintendo has to double down on the indie stuff. But I also think Nintendo, I, I really don't, I actually, I think Nintendo doesn't care. I think Sony, I yeah, I don't think they do. Sony cares and they should care. Nintendo's like, we've sold 96 million switches. It's going to be over hundred million. Wherever the next numbers update, we don't care they, they can do whatever they're doing. We're fine. Um, yeah. Uh, I wrote down here. Thank God it's not square or Capcom or Konami. Um, Oh yeah, building off my point I said earlier, I got some notes here. This is not the same thing as Insomniac House Mark or Blue Point. I already talked about that. But I will also say, I said, hell, it's not even the same thing as Microsoft buying Ninja Theory or Playground or Obsidian or any of these other developers that they bought the first time. When they, there was that E3 three or four years ago, whatever it was, when they announced all these acquisitions and stuff. And I was like, wow, this is cool. This is on the level of Sony doing Insomniac and Housemark and Bluepoint and whatever, and Fire Sprite and Nixes to get games to PC and all that. Like, I get it. I was like, okay, cool. I guess I won't play Hellblade 2, but whatever. They, you know, it's, it's, these are palatable. Activision isn't. So I, I just want to bring that up. Um, oh, Project Spartacus. Sony's quote-unquote Game Pass competitor. What in the blue hell are they doing with that? Because whatever they're doing, I assume they're going to do something different now. Right now. Now, I don't know if right now they were planning to do first-party game, if, if they were planning to actually do a Game Pass clone. But it won't shock me if they're like, we need to do a Game Pass clone. Now, they don't have the money that Microsoft does to back that up. So I don't know like Chris Reagan was saying on sacred symbols also like even if maybe they just reconsider and be like instead of doing the tiered thing maybe the base tier ps plus or you know ps spartacus whatever they end up calling it on that base tier you get ps3 2 and 1 games that you can play period if they do that for 60 bucks a year i'm not saying it's the same thing as them buying as microsoft buying activision but I think that's a hell of a way to say we have value here too. We have a better back catalog than they do. We have a bigger back catalog than they do. Come check this out. You can play all the games and please God, let us be able to download them and actually play them on our PS fives. Um, but, but what do you think this means for, for Spartacus? And also as an addendum to that, how long can game pass stay at 10 bucks a month or 15 for ultimate? Because what I'm really wondering now is if in a year and a half or two years from now, does that double? Like Netflix likes to always go, eh, it's a dollar more, it's $2 more. Nobody notices because we just subscribed to Netflix. 
does Game Pass do that same thing or do they take a big jump and say, well, now it's 20 bucks a month? And is that the thing that finally gets people to say F U Xbox? Like, I, I don't know. But what, what do you think about Spartacus and potential for Game Pass to increase in price? I don't know. I feel like the whole Spartacus thing is completely different. I don't know that what Xbox just did really affects Spartacus. They're just, it's two totally different things in my mind. But I do think it's, you know, the thing that came out well, a couple of days ago where they're pulling back all the PS Plus gift, uh, yeah. you know, PS Now cards, yeah. whatever. Or yeah, PS Now. Um, something is happening. And I think we hear within the next, I don't know, it's middle of January, probably by the end of February anyway, I think we'll hear. Um, I don't know that it'll be a Game Pass clone at least yet. Maybe maybe they build to that but yeah if it just gets me ps1 2 and 3 or something like i could live with that for a very long time um as far as game pass i think they will kind of go the netflix route where they just kind of up the price a couple bucks a year here and there hope nobody notices and then before you know it yeah the price has doubled but Microsoft has shown they they're not hard up for cash. They can just be bleeding money for years and years and years and be absolutely fine with it. So no, I don't think all of a sudden they're going to have to double the price to make up for their big spending. But I do think the price will probably you know just gradually creep up over the years. But I don't think they'll just come right out and make a huge price hike all at once. Well, it's also like, just think about that. Even if they just raise the price a dollar a month, if they've got 25 million subs now, by the time this goes through, I would assume they'll have 35 million. That's an extra $35 million a month. That's real money. Um, so, or if they raise it too, I mean, obviously you can do the math. I, I just, I don't know. I just can't imagine there's you say it'll go from 25 million to 35 million. Like, are there really people out there that have Xboxes that do not have game pass? Like, right. I feel like they've probably, as they continue to sell more, I don't know. Like the last I saw series S and X had sold about 10 million and PS five was at about 15 million. So clearly a lot of those subscribers are on Xbox one, but, or PC. I just don't know. Well, yeah, that, that's the other thing. Yeah. But like, <clears throat> I feel like they've kind of peaked there. I mean, I'm sure it will gradually go up, but I can't imagine there's a lot of people that have Xbox already that are like, Ooh, now I'm going to start paying right. for game pass because I can play Activision games. Like it's a fantastic deal. I'm not, I certainly won't say it's anything, but a fantastic deal. So I don't know why anybody would have an Xbox and not have game pass. It just doesn't, does not compute. Um, and clearly they have more subscriptions than, series s and x that are out there already mm -hmm. so even as they continue to sell more i don't know that that really adds more subscriptions to the service 
So I don't know. I do. I think the price per month will gradually creep up, but I don't think it's going to be just one big price hike all at once. Well, now you're making me think as we're talking through this and we're wrapping up here, I guess my question is like, first off, what's next? Are they going to buy take two and rockstar and GTA is it, is it Xbox game? Like, I, I don't know. And take two just bought Zynga for $13 billion, but also like <sighs> the thing that I can't wrap my head around is like, why, why is Xbox slash Microsoft doing this? It almost seems like it is malice towards oh absolutely okay so i'm not crazy they don't don't need it's i mean i'm sure it's a business even if they still released everything on playstation like i said all that means is it's more money in their pockets which they don't need i mean yeah more money is good obviously but like they have more money they clearly have more money than they know what to do with right now all they're really trying to do they're basically saying look we can't beat sony at their own game no pun intended we can't we don't make games like sony does we can't sell as many playstation or xboxes as sony sells playstation so let's just buy up the whole market and force people to buy xboxes i mean that's that's yeah. their whole business strategy at this point yeah it just seems super non-consumer friendly but people that don't know any better yeah. just gonna be like well game pass it's a great deal whatever but it's like No, this is like when WCW, and I know you'll appreciate this, when WCW was like, we're going to pay Hall and we're going to pay Nash and we're going to bring in, you know, the one, two, three kid and turn him into six. And, you know, we're going to buy up all these and Rick Rude and all these other stores, all all these other stars. And we're going to try to put like Eric Bischoff has said on the record, which Spencer never would do until it's 30 years from now. But Eric Bischoff wanted to put WWF, now WWE, out of business. That was his goal. How did that work out for him? It did not. They went under. They had way too much money invested. They didn't have the revenue coming in. Like, I honestly think the the Attitude Era is a good analogy for this. Now, I'm not saying Xbox will fail. They, they can't because it's Microsoft. Microsoft is just going to keep, like, I've seen the licenses. <laughs> the, the license costs that we have to pay at our company per user per year times 16,000 employees. It's like, and then every, like so many companies are paying that, like they, they print money. I get it. But it's like WCW was the bad guy in that war. And I just feel like Microsoft and Xbox are the bad guys in this war. I I just do. It's just seems like it's just pure malice. Like if you're like the reason that Sony bought insomniac was because they had a second party relationship with them. They were making great games and they wanted to secure them to make games for Sony so that Sony can sell those games and make money and therefore make their investment worthwhile while also reinvesting back into Insomniac so that Insomniac can now take on Spider-Man 2 and freaking Wolverine at the same time after they just put out Miles Morales and then five months or six months later, they put out Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart like you, you make deals in businesses to make money. Like they are strategic. They are to make yeah. money, but they're also to make good partnerships and stuff. Like Xbox isn't doing that. Microsoft isn't doing that. They're just saying, 
we have more money than you and we're going to spend it. Uh, that, yeah. That's just what it comes down to for me. It, it, this is nothing about for the players or any of this crap. It, no, it also, it, honestly, it reminds me of Sega back in the 90s. pro consumer thing is, yeah. is out the window now. And if you still believe that, you, um, you, you're an idiot. I mean, yeah, there's no two ways about it. If you truly believe Microsoft is pro consumer still, you are an idiot. They're literally not. They're not at all. Um, the other thing I had some people sending me is like, oh, well, this will be good for... You know, Xbox is going to change the direction of Activision and like Vicarious Vision and these other studios aren't just going to be COD support studios. They're going to be able to make, you know, and Toys for Bob and all this other stuff. They're going to make a new crash game. They're going to make Spyro and Skylanders. And I mean, maybe we'll see. But like, again, it's it's just so I, I do wonder at some point if Satya Nadella, the uh, CEO of Microsoft, at some point is just like, OK, you're out. We're, we're out of control now. This has to stop like spending almost $70 billion on Activision. It's just, it's just mind boggling to me. I I don't even know. Um, (sighs) This was a crazy day. Like, I think it was Shinobi that sent the tweet that said, it was like, here's Microsoft. Then it was Raul Julia as M. Bison saying, and for me, it was Tuesday. Cause it is to them. It's like, it's just, it's Tuesday, whatever. They spent $70 billion. Who cares? Um, any final thoughts before we wrap it up? I guess this has turned into a full podcast episode, so that makes me happy. But <laughs> any final thoughts on yeah, Microsoft? Yeah, I, think we, I think we covered it all. I don't think it's good. Again, I it doesn't really... It's not impacting me yet, but I don't like the way that things are heading. So. Yeah. Again, like if, if they do... Like they have the money to buy Take-Two. They do. And if it gets to that point where now NBA 2K and WWE 2K, if that's any good, and Red Dead and GTA become Xbox exclusives, like anything anywhere near this level, I do think, and like we both said, we assume this deal will go through. But anything that even approaches this level in the future especially if it's in the near future for Microsoft, which Microsoft has a freaking target on their backs from the government anyways. And they've wanted to bust them for a while and they just haven't been able to, maybe they will now, but anything even approaching this level in the future is going to get shut down. I think, I I do think this ends up going through. Um, I guess I'll play the one call of duty game every two or three years that I want to play on my Xbox. I don't know. I guess I'll play Diablo four there. Um, but I do hope that Microsoft, again, they, they just, they're, they're going to pay Bobby Kotick so many tens and hundreds of millions of dollars. It's insane. But I hope they do fix the culture and all that. Um, but yeah, I think this is a horrible move. I think this is a horrible idea. And I think it is bad for all of gaming, period. Um, yep. We'll see how it shakes out in the future. But I guess that's it for this one. Um, this ended up being episode something. I can't remember. I think 267 of the two-player co-op podcast. Uh, barring any COVID setbacks, we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming next week. Um, the podcast, hopefully in person, uh, hopefully recording a versus episode, and we got to record a Patreon-exclusive episode as well that I think is going to be a lot of fun. Sean, don't forget to do your research for that. But until that time, Sean, 
go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing. <laughs>